sake, let's take a minute and give it up for podcasts. Am I right? Um, no, but seriously, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's literally the easiest way to make podcasts. So let me explain. One, it's free. Two, it literally gives you all the tools you need in order to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, which is amazing. Um, also, the best part, in my opinion, is that it'll distribute your podcast for you. So you can hear it on like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, literally anywhere you listen to podcasts. Pretty amazing, and you literally have to do nothing. The other thing is, you can make money from your podcast. There's no like minimum listenership required, so that's kind of cool. Um, But yeah, seriously, if you're like into podcasts and thinking about making one, I would check it out because it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Um, So yeah, go ahead, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What are you waiting for? I saw like a snippet of an interview that he did. Um, What is his name? So that I can... Ke Hui Kwan? And he was on, not Fallon, one of the Jimmy's. Not, not the one that laughs a lot, but the other one. And he was on that show. And um, Gordon? Some... Who? The music one? Jimmy. It's what's like appropriate gay show. people all the time. Not the British one. Not the British oh, one. Okay. Yeah. There's another one. But anyway. But it's not Fallon. Kimmel? Yeah. Oh. LOL. Um, yeah, so he was on him. that. I didn't watch the whole interview. But there's a part where. Um, they mentioned the fact that uh, he hasn't been in parks since he was um, really young. And Jimmy Kimmel's like, wow, well, like, welcome back to show business, da-da-da. That was so irritating to me because he has continued to work in show business just behind the scenes. Like, he has done stunt coordination for, like, a lot of movies. And, like, yeah, like, fight coordination. And, that w- and like, the audience cheered, and I was like, that was oh my so God. disrespectful, like, as if he left It's not like there's so many own. other people that go into making films that aren't on screen. Like, literally, I was like, okay, first of all, he's it's still in like the industry. It's not like that's an entire business. Yeah, and also, like, the fact that he wasn't acting for a long time was not, like, a decision. Like, that was, you know? Yeah, was, like, like... He's like, wow, welcome oh back. Gosh. Like, the fu- that was, like, the most tone-deaf shit I've ever seen in my life, and I was like, I felt so bad that he had to fucking act like you know like it was a compliment yeah that's dumb yeah i would have been like okay i mean i never went anywhere so thanks i guess (laughs) it sucks like what does that mean yeah because explain that nice yeah i don't know why i said corden you said jimmy his name's definitely james it's like the same same yeah, name. Jimmy's a nickname for James. Yeah. Why are they all... Why do they all have <laughs> the same name? <laughs> oh my god, I wish I could laugh. Oh my god. <laughs> You're so right. I'm very confused. That's a conspiracy. Like, not only are most of the late night people white men, but, like, the majority of them also have the same name. That's... That's really sad. Very That's... weird. This is like a cult or something. <laughs> It is actually, yeah. Most things are. This is like that um that sorority in Scream Queens where they all have the same name. They like go by the name Chanel, and they're all just different like versions of the Chanel perfume. What the fuck? That was an actual thing. Well, it was like a joke. Oh, okay. like Heather's. <laughs> that entire show was like satire, but that was like one of. The... <laughs> it was funny. 
I was like, but this is like real life. They just all have the same name. That's really weird. Anyway. Um, okay, well, I'll introduce it then, at least, right? Yes. Hello and welcome. I'm Victoria. And I'm Serena. And together, we're Femme Noir. This podcast is all about women, specifically in film. We're going to review and analyze movies that are written by, directed by, or starring women. And we can't wait for you to join us. Tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so in this episode, um, we are going to be talking about the recently widely released film, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Excuse my voice, it sounds disgusting. <laughs> I'm in a fucking COVID rehab recovery. Um, so I'll do my best with editing. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to carry this one. Um, but we really wanted to talk about this um, because it was just really amazing, um, even though it was... Uh, written and directed not by women but stars or has women in very prominent positions in the narrative and mm-hmm. like a nice mother-daughter relationship and that kind of stuff so um we wanted to talk about it so um okay so we're gonna start off with um things that we've seen and liked this week um current events and that kind of stuff then we'll go into talking about the movie um both first impressions and then more critically things that we liked and things that worked for it and things that didn't um and then you will rate the movie oh do are we gonna do fmf still sure why not we could do that for but but if we just couldn't do it for turning red <laughs> that would have been very wrong <laughs> it's yeah it's very true. okay yeah so we'll do fmf for this movie um and then we'll rate the movie and then um give you some recommendations if you like this we one. will not do fmf for children's movies <clears throat> I know. Predominantly featuring children. I know. You know, these kids are pretty wild. The line will not cross. It's true. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think things that I've seen this week. I just watched the movie Gattaca. Have you seen that? Gattaca? Yeah, I have never heard no. of it before. It was so good. It's on Interesting. Netflix. From the 90s. I watched a lot of movies this week for some reason. That's good. I think it's because like I'm definitely in finals week and I'm just like I don't want to like think about it. So any free time I have, I just oh. put on like TV or a movie. You have finals already. You're so lucky, dude. <sighs> <laughs> crazy. I know it's crazy. Like this is our last week of classes, and then next week would theoretically be finals week but none of our professors do that extra week unless we have like presentations or something dude so you're done you're graduating (gasps) when's graduation i walk i walk okay so i walk may 15 oh my god is that not next week summer course like one like six week summer course um because of some like stupid like technicality thing they're like oh, theoretically fuck. you don't have a, you like you don't have all of your credits for like this specific major but you oh. have like over 170 credits for just school in general so like <laughs> we're just gonna let you walk and then just take this course online over the summer and i'll oh, yeah. theoretically graduate in august but i get to walk in may dude that's literally like, like next week like by next week 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It's crazy. That's gonna be so fun. Is it in person? Yeah. That's it's so at the fun. the Viejas Arena, San Diego. Oh my gosh. Wow. It's weird because I've been there for so many concerts. But now I guess Ultimate I'm going to be there for not a concert. <laughs> it's all about so me this time. I'm just kidding. Yes. There's so many other students. <laughs> oh, that's going to be awesome. Wow. But I did watch a lot of movies this past week. I watched... Um, oh, because for... I mean, obviously, as a film major, you have to watch movies for class. So for one class, I watched The Hurt Locker. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, which was... I, I've seen that movie a lot, and it's still so great. <laughs> like, it's just such a good movie. Um, and then I was attempting to watch this, like, Clint Eastwood film because... Reasons, I can't remember. And, like, there were good reasons. We were going to talk about it in the terms of, like, masculinity and, like, performative masculinity, especially. And how closely tied it is to, like, violence. Um, it was his film, White Hunter, Black Heart. And I'm going to be honest, it was kind of boring, so I didn't finish it. It's, like, it, he plays this, like, character that is, like, like a a satire of this, like, dude that decided that he, like, made movies or something and then was like, oh, I'm actually just gonna, like, go to Africa and make a film. But then when he was there, he just decided, I actually just want to kill an elephant so bad. And then <laughs> what? he, like, yeah. I can't remember. I didn't finish it. I'm not That's gonna lie. Weird. I wasn't I wasn't into it. I was like, not only because I don't really like Clint Eastwood, like I do not understand the appeal. But like oh my god, it was so bad. Like they were so over the top with like how like sexist and like grossly masculine the guy was. And I was just like, you know what? I don't want to watch this. Uh, yeah. I was like, look, get I get what you're doing, lot. but I don't want it. Yeah. There was, like, a line in it when he's talking. Like, they're doing it on purpose to make fun of it, but it was still just, like, I don't want it near me. Like, one of the the lines he said was, like, isn't it, isn't it hard remembering after you've had the dame why you chased her in the first place? And I was, like, that is disgusting. And no. <laughs> and I was, like, I, I cannot. I was, like, I get it. That's, yeah, people say that, but, like, I didn't want that today. <laughs> yeah. It's very so decided, my wife tricked me into marriage energy. Yeah. And this was like a like a ten minute long conversation in the film. So I was just like, Y'all really decided like I'm I'm not sure you guys actually did this as satire now. This is too this is a little too on the nose, you know? <laughs> the like line between is this reality and is this a joke are blurring. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I did watch another movie. I just can't remember what it was. Oh, I watched a... I can't remember what it was called. It's like All the Knives or something. 
It's on for Amazon. School? No, I just put it on to eat breakfast. <laughs> and it was good? <laughs> it was... It, it's not bad. Like, okay. I would watch it again, like, and be more focused on it. Because, like, I definitely just put it on to, like, eat breakfast. And, like, I finished it. Um, but it was really interesting because it's, like, this couple that, like, something's happening and they are no longer no longer together. They're divorced. Um, but it has to do with a, like, some issue that happened when they were both married and CIA agents on a case that they both worked on. And so, like, they meet and they talk about, like, what were you hiding from me? What was I hiding from you? Who was I in contact with? Who were you in contact with? What actually happened that night? Because now this is, like, staring us in the face and we have to, like, do this. And so it's, like, told in flashback of, like, from them sitting there and, like, telling each other. So it's... It's interesting because theoretically they're both like unreliable narrators and you're watching the story like come to a head when like the actual issue is like placed to the audience like towards the end of the movie because they talk around it but they don't necessarily tell you like what it is you just know that it has to do with like all of these things and so i thought it was it was definitely an interesting like way that it played out writing wise and like the directing was good i don't really remember like plot details but i enjoyed all of the rest of it (laughs) that does sound good if you remember what it's called tell me yeah it's like it's got chris pine and like tandy newton i don't know it's on amazon right now i something about knives all the knives all the old knives oh it just came out old knives Oh, I didn't shit. have to pay because it was on Amazon and I have Amazon like student prime or whatever. Ooh, that's what's up. Okay, maybe I'll watch it. That yeah. sounds good. I also binge watched the entire first season of um <laughs> Russian Doll so that I could watch the second season. <laughs> okay, I've heard it's so good. What is the No, review? it's like amazing. Okay, that's what I thought. I think Jen told me. You know me, why? Like, it's you wanna know slow. why? Like not only does what? it have Natasha Leone. But Jamie Babbitt directs it. Oh, yeah. The girl and she that did, did, but I'm a cheerleader. Yeah. And it's... <laughs> but isn't it like, it's not like a rom-com. It's like a, a a murder thing, like where she's dying and she needs to figure out why she's dying. Something like that. Yeah. So she like pretty much dies on her birthday and then like just keeps dying and like reliving the same day. So it's like a weird twisted Groundhog Day and they have to figure out like... Like, there's other characters, and it's very... <laughs> it's right up my alley. It's so confusing and dark. <laughs> and makes you maybe spiral into, like, an existential, like, crisis a little bit. Because that's definitely what the characters are going through. But it's really well-written, and the plot's super cool. And I definitely liked how they ended the the first season so i will be watching the second season but i will probably wait until i can actually like just binge the whole thing i'm so curious i I gotta watch at least the first episode because i've been wanting to watch it for the longest time mm-hmm. and so now that you say it's amazing i'm like oh i gotta yeah. just see what's up for myself yeah. 
I watched the first two episodes of Under the Banner of Heaven with uh, Andrew Garfield. And that one, I honestly am like, I can't wait, actually, to see what happens, because this is such an intriguing story. I'm not quite sure how Mormons feel about it, though. It's a Mormon show? It's, like, about this, like, true story, basically, that happened, where, like, that, like, had to do with, like, like, it was really big, and it had to do with, like, the Mormon community, because essentially, like, there's a murder that happens against girl and and her like baby and her husband like lives and they're like okay the husband did it but then they're kind of like maybe he didn't do it because of like these very odd like his family was like deeply enrooted in like mormonism but they had their own version of it so like they did a lot of weird things and they were kind of like, because the, the lead detective is also Mormon, so he started out being like, oh, shoot, like, this really sucks. Like, I can't believe, like, this would happen. And then he's like, oh, my gosh, people in our own Latter-day Saint community could have done this. And it's like a true story, and it's crazy, and his acting is so good. And I'm intrigued. Like, I am so intrigued. So I will be finishing that, and I cannot wait for the next episode. I can't also, believe that. Oh, yeah, what? Oh, no, go ahead. <coughs> I was going to say, I can't believe Andrew Garfield is in that because he was also in The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Did you know that? I didn't know that. And <laughs> I that one's forget about, about that. Yeah, that one's about, like, um, like Christian, like, the, like, the, like tele televangelist thing. Yeah, <laughs> and how they were scamming. So, he, wow, he's playing all the fields. He's doing all that Dude, religious, like, yeah, crimes. His acting is great. He's amazing, like, yeah. Every time I, I see him act, I'm just like, wow, he's so good. And then the girl that plays the lead, um, I literally cannot remember her name. She I, was I never amazing. can remember her name. Wait, in Tammy Faye or in the one you saw? In uh, Under the Banner of Heaven. Oh. She was in, she's in Fresh, which I really oh, want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And then she was the lead girl in um, Normal People. Paul Mescal. Mescal? Is that the guy that's dating, what's her name? Phoebe Bridgers. I remembered. Mm. <laughs> I can be relevant. <laughs> yeah, and then I uh, started watching The Flight Attendant because that's back on TV now. Wow, you watch so much stuff. Holy shit. Yeah. People tell me this a lot and then I don't realize it until I'm saying out loud how many things are like that was just in a week. Also Moon yeah. Knight. I am completely caught up on that <laughs> as well. That's crazy. And Young Justice. Dude, I literally have never watched that much TV in my life combined. It's because I absolutely have to multitask while I'm doing things, so I just watch TV while I'm doing, like, other things, and I don't know, for some reason, both of them get done. That makes sense. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Brain... Brain's weird. <laughs> she don't... She don't know why she's like this. <laughs> <coughs> okay, well. Um, okay, yeah, we can start talking about um we can start with kind of like how we heard about the movie and like the trailers and stuff because i remember you sent me the trailer like 
months ago like oh back yeah in december like I as think. soon as they dropped like yeah. the first image of everything everywhere all at once i was like yo this is gonna be so good <laughs> yeah it seemed cool but then i kind of didn't know what it was gonna be about i remember watching yeah. the original trailer and i was like i don't really know what they're they're trying to do here and like i didn't dude yeah i was like i don't know what this is yeah and then i think like the limited release a lot of the people that i follow that like talk about like movies and pop culture and everything were just like yo i saw the limited release of this movie and let me tell you it's amazing um and yeah i was like yo like one one lady i follow her specifically because she's like really big into aapi representation on screen um and women as well (laughs) because she is a woman um and she was like dude the way that like the women are portrayed in this movie and that like like asian culture is portrayed in this movie is absolutely amazing and it's so cool that like because like the guy that wrote it he is asian so a lot of it was based upon like things that he saw like around his culture and everything and it was super cool and then he was like but to have the like female characters be the leads and for their like um their representation on screen to feel so authentic and to be so rooted in like not just themselves as the characters written but also like in the actresses that played them was just absolutely amazing and so i was so excited to see it like all i knew was multiple universes and michelle yeah so i was like there's gonna be con kung fu and i was really excited because i love when michelle yell gets to do kung fu (laughs) and i get very excited for like the choreographed things especially when it's like indie because i don't know they're just a little bit more they they shoot it differently like studio marvel type they shoot it very like it's i don't know it's weird it's boring it's different yeah it's like too choreographed exactly yeah hollywood yeah i don't know but yeah and so yeah that was that was me <laughs> yeah i heard amazing things about it but nothing specific just everyone being like this will be the best movie you ever see and i kind mm-hmm. of like that i kind of liked <clears throat> that relatively i i kind of went in raw which maybe is what they're kind of trying to do with the trailer like they yeah don't give you that many because they they very well could have had like you know sequences of like you know i don't know more multiverse stuff but yeah or um, like what exactly the plot was <laughs> exactly like they literally they the just told you yeah. <laughs> they just said evelyn there's multiple universes and you have to save them <laughs> and like we don't know what she's fighting against what the villain is like exactly. none of that and it's exactly. so awesome yeah and i think that was kind of good because i i do be getting disappointed sometimes after watching mm-hmm. trailers Oh my god, recently? Have you seen The Northman yet? No, I want to watch it. Oh, dude, I, I found Robert Ebert's review hysterical. Really? <laughs> dude, did you see that? No. Litterbox like, posted a thing on their Instagram and they were like, The Northman, and then they were like, they quoted Robert Ebert's review and it was, um, I, this was another yet another movie where I kept wanting to see penises and yet did not get penises. And I was like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> no, it's funny because I, I did see something where they asked him, Robert Eggers, like, how did you shoot? Because there's a scene where they're sword fighting and they're naked. And he they were like, how did you shoot that scene? And he's like, yeah, like, we actually had to, like, CGI some dick because, like, 
they they were wearing like thongs, right? And he's like, we didn't want to look, them to look too Ken dollish, and so we had to like CGI That's something. So funny. But like during the scene, I didn't even see anything, so I Can don't they, even know. Well, it was false advertising. Interesting. I know. Because yeah, he does just do a lot of like. I mean, the lighthouse is completely phallic, so. <laughs> Oh, definitely. I was just so born with that I can one. understand why people were like, "This is yeah. gonna have penises, right?" Yeah, we were like, "Hello, <laughs> so where's funny. the homoeroticism?" Yeah. <laughs> um, the trailer was so good. Like, it made it seem like it was gonna be like really actiony and stuff. It like wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was really like slow. I don't want to say slow because things were happening, but there just wasn't as much like action and drama that i was anticipating um Mm. which is just that's when a trailer will let you down Mm. it's a good example i think i read a review that said something similar because i didn't i haven't seen the trailer i've just seen like stills oh i saw the trailer at the theaters i can't remember what movie but i was like oh it gave me chills i was like this is gonna slap (sighs) but no (laughs) it's just like okay whatever (laughs) um Okay, yeah, but then first watch, I went and saw it with my friend. First, it wasn't going to show in... <coughs> oh my god, it wasn't going to show in Santa Cruz. Um, Everything because, everywhere? Yeah, because sometimes, like, small movies don't even make it here. Dang. Um, but then I kept checking the dates, and then uh, finally some dates popped up. And there was, like, like two showings. And so I told my friend from class, I was like, he really wanted to see it. And I was like, there's showings now. Um, and so we got tickets to the showings or whatever. We went on the first day. We went with, like, a couple of people, and, oh, I was crying, like, nonstop, <laughs> from the point where she is, like, I've always hated this place, and just starts ruining all of her multiverse Dude, lives. Yeah. From that point, that was still, there's, like, the 40 minutes left in the act, movie. Man. I was just nonstop crying, like, it's incredible, because it didn't really fit any sort of, I don't, like, I don't want to say structure, but, like, what's that one where they say, like, act one, act two? Like, uh, yeah, how you just said the, oh, the third yeah. act and stuff. It's, it almost felt like it didn't fit that because I even saw someone, um... It's because oh, they had so many plot lines. Yes. And then they, like, actually took a really long time to, like, actually close all of them. <laughs> yes. And so, like, a lot of people have been saying, like, it's really good, but it does feel a bit long. And that's why, because we don't do that right now in movies. <laughs> No, you just exactly. leave things on a cliffhanger. Exactly. Um, I told you this before. Um, that when I really like a movie, I like to look at reviews that of people that hated it. And um, mm-hmm. one of the reviews of someone I hated <laughs> who hated it. this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, bitch. Okay, you don't have a soul. But um, they said that they took too long to introduce the multiverse stuff. And I, I was like, you know what? Because they were like, oh, that whole first part is all just introduce, introducing the mechanics. And I was like, mm. I'm going to fight this person a little bit because I don't think that it was all just introducing. Like, things are happening that are relevant throughout the movie in yeah. conjunction with you and the audience figuring out, okay, this is how you can verse jump this is how you do this is like there's it's not just okay they're just explaining it for 40 minutes like other things are happening like you're understanding her relationship with you know the the 
husband and with the woman at the taxi. With, like, every and, like, character that you see, actually. <laughs> yeah, and, like, you're seeing, like, the other universe, and, like, other things are happening. So, like, I was kind of, like, upset about that because I was, like, I feel like you're kind of missing the point. Like, if you think of it in terms of those structured terms and those structured things were okay this is the part of the movie where you introduce a mechanic this is the part where you use the mechanic i'm like you can't think of it like that because it, this movie doesn't do that they're doing a lot of things at once yeah and you definitely see it like on the second watch because i i didn't see it i did see it twice because it's so good yes. oh my god um but like the second time i was watching it i was like all of the things that happen throughout the movie like they are in very much the first like that yes. first like chapter like first like five minute sequence like everything yeah that happens is connected to yes. that and i was like that's kind of insane <laughs> like they yeah. they have that like scene because i think it opens with the the mirror yeah it's the mirror it's and memorable it's the reflection of them like doing whatever and that's like a totally separate universe from the one that we're actually about to jump into and it's so interesting because we see the mirror and then we go into um the like the the wide frame of her sitting at the table and it comes up with like chapter one everything um but then like you see uh her husband come in he's talking whatever and they introduce like the googly eyes and like how the father's an older generation and they're talking about how like oh yeah we like need a daughter for this we need a daughter for that where is she like blah blah blah. she finally shows up and then they're like oh my gosh you're here oh my gosh no husband you didn't paint it the right white color that like we have two different types of white and i asked you which kind of white you did and you said it was the right white and then i went downstairs and realized that it wasn't the right white and it was like like all of those things are so integral to the characters like arcs in each universe that they are in and it was so good like the daughter coming and being like hey can my girlfriend come and she's like this is not a good time to ask me this question <laughs> like ask me this question later i'm i'm far too busy <laughs> like it was such a great establishment of where each of those characters were and how each of those characters were going to like like end but also like connect to each other in all of their universes yeah, I think people tend to, or at least for me, when a movie packs a lot, it feels long. But mm. I think that that's good because, yeah, you're right. They didn't waste any time. Like, every single thing you see and every single thing they say is important. Mm-hmm. It's There's no time wasting at all, which is crazy because it's like almost two and a half hours. It yeah. is a lot. But honestly, it could be a lot longer. For the stuff that they included in there, yeah. easily could have been way longer. But I think that's just because it was so, like, dense. Like, mm. yeah, you really have to you really have to get sucked in and immersed, which is, like, oh, I haven't gosh, been able to do so that good. in so long. It yeah. was so refreshing. I was like, ah, it's still possible. It's still possible to be, like, My brain know, is so happy and, from this yeah. movie. <laughs> like, even thinking about it, my brain's just like, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. I do like that they kind of went a very different route with the whole, like, multiple universes thing. Because I feel like we've seen, like, a lot of different types and they kind of, they almost all have, like, a similar through line of, like, oh, yeah, this happens, but then someone did this and it created a branch. But for them, they're just like, yeah, no, every single choice you make makes a branch. Like, that's just how that works. And then each universe that branches off of that, it's the same thing. So there's just, like, so many, it's like... It's, like, absurd, but it's, like, yeah, no, it would be absurd if 
this were true, like, this would be absolutely insane. And they just kind of leaned into it, and I loved it. Yeah, I, uh, that's another, um, hold on, I have to cough. Oh, fuck. Whew, that's another, um, review I saw, like, a bad review. Um, someone who got led on by the trailer. <laughs> they were like i thought like after seeing the trailer that it was going to be a movie where they like hopped universes and like they explored every single different universe and oh, then when Lord. it wasn't that yeah they were like <laughs> what the fuck is this yeah but then i agree with you like i think that that's something sense. that people are used to seeing but it's good that yeah. it wasn't that it's something new mm-hmm. i just love that it's it's such a simple plot and it's so just heartfelt <laughs> like i really loved that that it was a lot more focused on the relationships of like everyone than it was the the universes and everything yes and it was exactly. interesting because the yeah. the universes were also deeply related to the to the relationships like none of those yeah. other universes would have happened without the relationships of the characters and how they interacted with each other right. and i like that they made a point to like make sure that the audience knew that these characters interact in every universe, which I thought Ooh, was, like, especially interesting. interesting. Yeah. Because, like, the daughter is essentially her daughter in every universe. The mom is, she, like, has some type of, like, love with the husband or with the, with the Jamie Lee Curtis's character, who we haven't talked about yet, <laughs> the tax lady. She's a weird name. I know. I can't remember her name. I can't either. It's like I can't say it. Like it it's an incredibly hard to say name. <laughs> Dare like I don't even know it. Deirdre? I I feel I like know. it's probably said in a normal way, but it's spelled weird. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I can't remember how they said it. But yeah, her. And I like that like you didn't like it wasn't like just like Someone was saying that they thought it was super cool that, like, Michelle Yell's character in this film, like, the other universes, like, had different, like, types of love that were, like, explored. Like, because you have the one that she's in now where she's, like, my husband. And then she kept being, like, oh, but I actually like my husband from this other universe more. And then she was, like, you should have seen what my life had would have been without you. Like, it was yeah. awesome and I want that. Which I think is an incredible thing to just, like, like, she really just admitted that. And I was like, dang, that's yeah. harsh. But also, at least you know. <laughs> like, at least you can, like, acknowledge that. Because a lot of people have those feelings and they can't say it. Or they, right. like, just kind of stay there. And it's like, dang, that sucks. Um, but then there's, like, the the universe with the raccoon <laughs> and Harry <Yes>. Shum Jr. <laughs> Raccoonie. Yes. Which is so freaking funny. It's so cute. Oh my gosh. And how like like she meets them and they have some very odd love for each other of like, yeah, we can't operate without each other kind of a thing. Um and then the the universe where she's got hot dog hands. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm I'm not gonna lie. That one through me i was like you're joking <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> i was like this is the stupidest thing i've ever seen and i was like this is also disgusting and i was like i hate it 
<laughs> it it's funny, so though. funny. Yeah, it's pretty um, Yeah, but like even her feelings for Deirdre, Deirdre, Miss Deirdre, I don't know how to say it, um, in that universe, like ends up coming through to helping her in the universe that we start off in. And, like, just an understanding of both of those, like, characters and people. And I just thought it was super cool that we got to, like, witness all of that. And that all of the characters end up growing from their experiences with each other in every universe. (laughs) Which is super interesting because only her and the daughter actually, like, are aware of the fact that they're in every universe. Which is crazy. Yeah. Honestly, I just think it's a cool movie because it's like you never really see like older main characters, especially moms. Mm-hmm. And and for it to be a movie that's not just about like being a mom, you know, like yeah. it's about so much more than that. Yeah, like coming into your own. <laughs> like I think it I think it's actually really smart how they made it centered on the version of Evelyn that was living the worst life, yes. living her worst self. Yes. Like they say, Evelyn, the reason that you have so... It's because you're living your worst self. And she's like, okay, that literally is horrible of you to say. But, like, it makes sense because that also, like, yeah, if you're living the worst, there's so many opportunities for anything else to happen. Like, even just, I guess, in life. Like, it's kind of like hitting rock bottom. There's no bottom. There's only up, you know? Right, right. <laughs> and so I thought it was really smart to start off, like, like especially to have that as the character that's centered. And I think that it's really interesting just in this time that we're all living in. Like, I know the movie was probably written way before, like, COVID, but it feels so relevant, you know? Mm. Just, like, everyone's kind of like, oh, my life is not how I thought it was going to turn out, or whatever and they're all kind of dealing with that and then also we've got like your younger generation like the daughter who is quite literally experiencing everything everywhere all at once and you know gen z kind of just being like hey we're like super depressed because we can't like turn it off we just keep getting it like not only that but like we have our generational traumas that we're aware of now (laughs) because someone thought it was a great idea for us to actually be like aware of our emotions and like our family traumas and like now I'm aware of it and I like wow this sucks (laughs) but like at the same time I want to change it but like does it matter if I change it because like all of these things are happening in the world that seem really bad and it honestly doesn't seem like I'm gonna even make it to 30 kind of a thing which is very much the daughter's character of just like there's no point to anything so why bother and I loved that the mom ended up almost being that and then wasn't I absolutely loved that plot choice (laughs) I loved it so much because it, it was such a like a simple deep like human understanding of like she is the villain because nothing matters and she like hates everything right and the one thing she wants out of all of these universes is to be with her mom (laughs) i'm crying (laughs) she was like i just want to like 
be with my mom. Like, I just want to, I just want her to understand. <laughs> like, I just want to be with my mom. And I was like, oh my God. Like, everyone relates to that at some point in their life. Like, even if they hate their mom or they, like, had a really bad, like, uh, uh, relationship with their mom or, like, even don't even know their mom. Like, everyone has that just, like, inherent, like, want of a mother or, like, wanting to know them, you know? And it's just so crazy. Like, they took that and just... I don't know, they kind of just punched everyone in the gut with that one. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Like, that's such a relatable instance. And for the daughter to go through that and the mom to realize, like, oh, okay, well, if I'm gonna beat you, I have to understand you. And in order to understand you, I have to go through everything that you're going through. <laughs> and I'm gonna forcibly put myself through that. <laughs> and then, like, she, she does. She does all of that. And then she ends up getting to that point where she's like, okay, you're right. Nothing matters. So why bother? Like that like super depressing like thing that we all have as like human beings. And then the father's character is like so precious. We love women. <laughs> love women. But to have him be like yeah, I mean, you probably, like, that entire monologue when he gives the thing of, like, oh, yeah, you probably think I'm weak from his other universe. Um, like, you probably think I'm weak for, like, not doing all of these things, like, I'm spineless and whatnot, but the reason I'm doing it is because that's the only way I can survive. And it's, like, a very different way of looking at, like, cynicism <laughs> in a way of, like, he's still, like, he's very much aware but because nothing matters, you can also just be like, well, it doesn't matter anyway, so I'm not going to have this be a horrible experience for me. <laughs> and I just thought it was super cool to have all of those connected because once she realizes that, like, as a mother, she realizes, like, not only her own pressures that she's putting on the daughter to feel the way she is, but also that the daughter doesn't understand that, like, oh, you actually do like me. <laughs> like, I didn't think that that was, that was a thing. Or, like, I don't know, we just don't understand each other. And so I just assumed that it was just always going to be like this. And I thought it was really cool that, like, she purposefully did the things that she needed to to understand and to, like, make the change and, like, gain the perspective. And then, and then, and then some. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Fuck. Yeah. I kind of liked how at the end, like, during that scene when the mom is, like, comforting her and um, they're, like, outside by the car, you know? She stops her from driving yeah. Um, after That's that, the only he... scene um, that she brings in to that universe, something from a different universe what like before that they never acknowledge any of the conversations that they have in a different universe until that point oh like oh yeah because she brings in the, the, the conversation from when they're rocks yeah and i was like wait like it's it's such a weird moment but go ahead no but no but doesn't she like don't they do that like a lot like remember how when they're ta when she's talking about to the 
Deirdre girl, and she's like, no, you're not unlovable, but she says that across universes. Is that what you mean? Doesn't that happen after? That was way before. I'm talking no, about the wasn't. end of the movie when they're out by the car, and then she's like, oh. oh, we can do whatever we want. Yeah, that was like the end of the movie. The bat, that car scene, okay. Um, <laughs> not yeah, the I'm... one outside the laundromat. <laughs> No, yeah, 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 that one. Like, it, it's at the end. Basically, whatever. I'm not even trying to talk about that scene. I'm just trying to talk about how from that scene, it cuts to black, and you don't know if she go. You don't know what universe she's in. And yeah. I thought that was kind of crazy because it's like, because when they were in the, the laundromat and, and having the party and stuff, that was a separate universe from the original, um, what's her name? <laughs> Evelyn. Fuck. <laughs> 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 That's a separate universe from the original Evelyn. Um, so it's like, you don't know, but it's like, you can't, it's like that Inception sort of ending where it's like, you don't know if he's dreaming or not, but it's like, does it matter? And it's like, it kind of makes you wonder, like, if she's happy, it's like, does it matter? I don't know. It's like a whole, like, it's in in and of itself, it's like a little profound question because, yeah, yeah. you don't even know. You have no idea. Yeah. What happened to all those other Evelyns and like, did they have their happy ending? Because then, yeah, that's, well, I guess she that's knows one because she has to live all of them, them, right? What happened? She would know because she has to live them all, but nobody else knows except yeah. for maybe her daughter. Yeah. But yeah, who has time to know everyone crazy. else's endings when you have so many of your own? <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was a crazy choice because it's like, yeah, you don't really know. But then you'd feel okay. I don't know. Like, you, you, people wouldn't really, like, think about that in the moment. Like, when, mm-hmm. when you're watching it for the first time, you're not actively like, what universe is this or whatever. It, it just ends nicely, and you're like, what a nice ending. I just thought that was an incredible choice to do that. It was really mm-hmm. powerful. <laughs> someone, I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about this movie, and someone kept bringing up the fact that it was, like, super yonic. <laughs> <laughs> like they were apparently what like they just felt that it was very like like a lot of like vagina imagery and i <laughs> thought it was kind of interesting mm. that they brought that up because i was like i i guess with like the bagel and then how she has to open her mind and they do that like weird hand thing and it kind of looks like a vagina like opening and but they were talking about it in the way of like life and like each character literally going through like a rebirth of themselves in the movie but specifically between the mother and the daughter characters and i was like that's super interesting and like i really like want you to expand on this oh i don't want to think about this movie like that oh my god it was so existential they're like yeah essentially like each character like because they like (laughs) Because, like, everyone's connected, right? That you have, like, the mother-daughter relationship. And in order to, like, get into the new stage of life, like, they have to go through, like, a birthing process. Which is, like, yeah. And I was like, that's a very interesting take. I thought it was interesting. Whatever. Was it guys talking about that? Here, guys. No, it was some girl. (laughs) Whatever. I'm gonna fight this girl. Not everything has to be about giving birth whatever vagina yeah <laughs> she was talking about it more in like a spiritual like a s- astrological like like way what 
She was thinking of it in like an astrological, like spiritual way. If that but makes you said sense. she was talking about pussies, though. Well, she said like I don't know, I don't like that. rebirth, yeah, and like birthing, and then she was like, yeah, like even some of the imagery, imagery like does suggest that, and I'm like, cool, <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> I don't like that. No, nope. <laughs> dicks are fine, but 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 vaginas are not. <laughs> um. No, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> <correct>. <laughs> yeah. That's yep. That's that's correct. Actually, says the lesbian. <laughs> I was gonna be like, because you're talking about the Northmen, right? I was gonna be like, yeah. no. The problem was there was no dicks, but then yeah, <laughs> that means if there were, then it would be okay. That's yeah, funny. that's correct. That's what we call a full circle callback joke, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's the button. <laughs> yeah, I just I hate I just hate the association of like pussy and and giving birth i just think it's so annoying to me i don't know why it's just one of those things where it's like people will never not equate those and that pisses me off because that doesn't yeah you know i get what you're saying yeah i'm like like just because you have one doesn't mean that you're responsible for childbirth literally and like the fact that like so many movies that we watch it's like like girls are giving birth or like dying in birth like it's like that's such a weird thing and it's like I don't even know. I remember even watching like Worst Person in the World. That was so annoying to me because she like, there's like a whole scene where they're like talking about getting pregnant and this and that. like, oh, can we like not do that shit? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just so like annoying to me. I don't know why. It. I don't know. No, that's I fair. I don't know. I can't explain why, but yeah, I just wish like pussy shit could exist without the pregnancy birth that shit associated with it <laughs> yeah it is like always associated that's interesting yeah it's like because i i definitely wasn't well thinking about it in that way i was thinking of it more in the connection of like mother daughter interesting mother, daughter, like oh the birth part like, like yeah like the mom literally gave birth to the daughter and i think there's right. like a scene in there where someone's giving birth and then someone is birth and they like mesh those like sequences together so it looks like evelyn is just being born as she's like conceiving (laughs) do you remember that it's like one of those really quick like flashback scenes yeah i remember like she has a like flashback to her own birth i remember that part Yes, so there's that, and then the scene right before it is, like, the conception of her daughter. Really? Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, it was super interesting. And so they were, like, playing off of that, and they were like, that seems like that's also a through line between, like, their connection and how connected those two characters are, like, mother-daughter, and then the fact that, like, like she the daughter in every universe was like i have to find my mom like i need my mom and i don't want to do this by myself mm-hmm. finds her and then essentially the mother's like okay in order to love you i have to let you like do this like mm-hmm. i have to let you go essentially even though like we're so connected but then even after she lets her go she's like this me letting you go was more you having a choice. Me actually accepting the fact that, like, you are your own person and you have choices. And then 
but I'm still here and I'm not going to let you just like, like I will always be here kind of a thing. Like we're still connected. I will follow you into whatever you decide to do instead of me trying to control you. If that, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I thought it was super, super cool. Cause they show that like so visually with like, like the bagel. Yeah. And like the rocks and like the, (laughs) like, cause that literally changes every single universe's outcome after she decides to like ruin all of her relationships in every universe. And it was like, that's so important of like a, Thing to know like every human essentially wants that a person always. that would just yeah. always be there yeah like it's so simple but it's so profound yeah <laughs> like what was that quote even in a stupid universe where we have hot dog hands we still learn to use our feet <laughs> i can't believe you remember that quote wow Dead. you're a true fan Dude, I'm not going to lie. My favorite scene, and I still find it absolutely, absolutely hysterical. And, like, nobody laughs as hard as I wish they would in the theater when this scene happens, when they first are rocks. And they have, like, the subtitles, and they're like, ha, 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 ha. And then, like, but they're doing, like, extremely cinematic, like, camera work with, (laughs) of, like, a rock on the ground. And I don't know, maybe that's just, like, a having been a camera person and knowing like all of the things that they probably pulled out equipment wise to get those shots is so funny to me like it's so funny and then like people don't even notice because they don't study like cinematography because they'll like say something in a wide shot right and they'll have the subtitles on the screen and then it'll cut up to a close-up of one rock when they say something and then gets to the close-up of the other rock that's so stupid and so funny but like yeah that's just how typical conversations work but like no one would think about that because you're not supposed to (laughs) uh so good i couldn't when the stupid rock is just talking and the camera starts panning around the rock (laughs) i can't oh my gosh no it was really good i thought that was such like a yeah, and it was, like, funny, but it was also, like, a really heartfelt scene, like, the quietness of it, yeah. and, like, when it, when that scene happened <clears throat> was, yeah, really, like, the, the, the pacing of it was nice, not necessarily, like, when certain actions happened, but just, like, the, the ups and downs, I think, were placed really nicely, because mm. you got, like, like, an onslaught of stuff, and then you get, like, a nice break. And then, like, another onslaught. And then, really yeah. And that was, like, one of those nice breaks where it was just, like, you know, funny. But it was also, you know, like, it's still up the tension and then the drama and stuff. But, yeah. That was really well done. Mm-hmm. It's already been almost an hour. No, it's just so good. Yeah, I don't like. It's just so good, and I think everyone should watch it. How are we gonna do FMF? FMF? Oh, the Ratatouille guy, Harry Shum Jr. <laughs> I yeah. love him. He's famous. 
Literally I was gonna like say our this. other option is we do three different versions of one guy. <laughs> three different versions of women. <laughs> oh my god. We could do like three yeah, we could do three different versions of women. Are there three different versions? Yes. There's Alpha Women and then there's uh oh, yeah. the Waymond that we meet in the beginning. Yes. And then there's Waymond in the movies. that is the one that she doesn't end up marrying yes let's do that actually that's a good idea because yeah harry Shum jr is pretty much the only other guy like that isn't <laughs> old yeah we've we've acknowledged that we love harry Shum jr <laughs> yes hmm. yeah <laughs> thoughts 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 thinking it's also weird because they're all also like the same person honestly i would probably kill the the nice one Oh wait, we not kill. We don't kill people. I'm an idiot. Oh my god, I'd friends on him. Oh I was god, about to so just agree with you and be like, "Yeah, put him out of his misery." Oh my god, I don't want to kill him. Take it back. Save him from having to live in this horrible me. world. <laughs> Did I learn I... anything from this movie? <laughs> Literally. Oh I did not God. learn how to be kind. Um, okay, yeah, friend zoning that bitch, and then I'd probably fuck the the alpha Waymond and then marry the the hot movie one. Yeah, no, I would do the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I wish I could laugh. That's so funny. Oh god. <laughs> fuck. Yes. That was easy. Um, okay, what would you rate Because we, we know oh. in our hearts that 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 nice Wayman is in Alpha and movie Wayman, you know? Yeah. They just got a little extra. Yeah. A little, a little more spice. <laughs> oh, yeah. You already know. <laughs> yeah. Um, what would you rate it? I mean, I saw it in theaters twice, so I actually probably would consider this to be a 10 out of 10. I was going to, yeah, this easy 10 out of 10. Definitely. It's perfect. It's yeah, perfect. It's such a good film. It's perfect. It's literally perfect. Well, no have notes. we ever had a perfect movie before? <laughs> a movie that we just <gasps> agree is just so. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, this might be perfect. it first. Um, in terms of recommending, this is probably going to sound weird, but I actually thought of Lady Bird a lot. <laughs> oh, no, that doesn't sound weird. That's like specifically right. yeah. because of like the mom and the daughter and how. Like, yeah, they don't understand each other, but at the same time, they desperately need each other and have to learn to, like, go their separate ways in, the, yeah. in both movies. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, stuff that was, like, kind of fun, but... Like, I mean... Even. Also... Watch Swiss Army Man, their other, their other movie. Oh, dude, I hate the Daniels. That movie is like really weird, and I it's the same kind of like vibe. But like, if you if you liked this and you want something even 
weirder than watch Swiss Army Man. People really liked that one. I don't understand. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, it's it's. That's really back weird. when A twenty four would make weird shit, like actually weird. Like this one's not <laughs> even that bad. Swiss Army Man was like, what the fuck? <laughs> You know what? You should watch Freaky Friday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lindsay yeah. Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. That's so cute. Yeah, actually. That movie's actually great. And, That'd be yeah. cute. And also maybe Seventeen Again. Movies. Seventeen Again. Mm-hmm. Not Seventeen Again. The Age of Seventeen. Oh yeah, Edge of Seventeen. Yeah. Not to be confused with. You know what? If you like this, you probably also would really like Mamma Mia. <laughs> what? Yeah, That's the so mother daughter relationship. It's I guess so. A it's such line. a different vibe. It is, but you probably would enjoy it. Because oh it is a very fun movie. Ugh, I wanna watch Mamma Mia now. <laughs> okay that's all i have for segments yeah that's all we have thank you guys so much for listening um if you want more we are on tiktok and instagram at femme noir podcast uh go ahead and check us out there follow us we love to interact with you guys um yeah got a website go ahead and give us five-star review on whichever platform you're at and then um yeah i don't i don't think i have anything else to tell you just follow us and talk to us so that we know if we should do more of this because we like it and we have ideas of more things that we could do but I don't want to do them unless you guys actually want it. So please let us know and follow us. And like, yeah, <laughs> this is me begging. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys have like a great rest of your day, week, month, whatever. Um, bye. Bye.